Hello, welcome to Prince Track by Track. I am your host, Darren, and today we're going to be talking about The Arms of Orion from the Batman soundtrack, recorded in March 1989 at Paisley Park and released on the 20th of June 1989. Uh, the track is actually credited as Prince with Sheena Easton. One of the very few times that Prince actually kind of gave a co-credit. Later on, I mean, I say later on, almost at the end of his career, Third Eye Girl kind of got billing over the top of Prince. Um, and that was kind of the one of the very few times where that happened. But this isn't Priest, Prince and Sheen Reeston. It is Prince with Sheen Reeston. Uh, a very important kind of uh, distinguishment to make. The track is five minutes and three seconds. It was released as a single on the 16th of October 1989 in the US. And on the 6th of November 1989 over here. And the B-side was I Love You In Me. A B-side which will actually turn up on a single in a couple of years time as well. So Prince must have really liked that B-side. Or must have been really short of extra tracks to be put on as B-sides. <laughs> um, so joining me to talk about this track today is Alec Rayner. Hello, Alec. Hello. I think if we're talking about the genre, it's quite clearly a ballad. I don't think there's any kind of dispute about that one. Yes, um, no doubt. Uh, the lyrics were actually written by Sheena Easton and then sent to Prince, who, you know, liked the looks enough that he decided to put them into a song. Just happened to be that he was recording the Batman soundtrack at that time. And so this was on the Batman soundtrack. Um, out of all the songs that are on the soundtrack, to me, it really feels like the one that just does not um, kind of fit. And I know that the Batman soundtrack itself is kind of, you know, it's a situation where there's a lot of songs that were kind of left over from other projects that Prince kind of, you know, put together for this. There are a few that were kind of recorded, you know, for the actual album. Um, you know, Arms of Orion is is uh, attributed on the album to Bruce Wayne and Vicky Vale. That like, it's you know, it's kind of really weird that Prince Prince did this on the whole album. You know, giving each of the album tracks, um, you know, like a a, a particular character from the film. Um, there's no kind of sampling or anything on this one, which is unusual because you know the sampling on pretty much every other track. Um, apart from this one. And obviously the final track of this album is pretty much nothing but samples. <laughs> um, so, um, but yeah, you know, and the single itself it did okay. Um, you know, it, it got to, uh, it got to number uh, 27 over here. It got to number 36 in the US on the Billboard Hot 100. Um, you know, it got to number 44 in New Zealand. I don't know why New Zealand were suddenly down on print at this time. Um, you know, and 88 in Australia. I don't know what's going on in the Antipodes. People suddenly not <laughs> liking Prince. Um, but yeah, so, you know, it was, it, you know, it, it's kind of interesting that, um, you know, that, that, that this song is on this album because it just doesn't, it, to me, it just doesn't feel like it fits uh, with anything. It just feels like Prince, you know, really like Sheena Easton. <laughs> and so he decided to record this track. F from her point of view, she said that she sent these lyrics to Prince and then he like contacted her a few days later and was like, I've written the song, come and record your part. <laughs> And that was the kind of first she knew about what was going on with this song. As you said, it's a ballad, but it, it reminds me of trying to find the word of it, like kind of like those sappy ballads that you sometimes. This song sounds like a song you'd hear in a movie in the worst kind of way. You know, sometimes those. <laughs> right. And, you know, Prince is guilty of this later on in his career because this, this song reminds me a lot of um, he recorded some songs for a movie that ended up never using the songs because they did test screenings and they were like, it doesn't work as a musical called I'll Do Anything, I think. And it kind yeah. of is in that yeah. same kind of vibe where it's all, trying all these kind of grand ballads, grand soppy ballads that all kind of fall flat. Either than Empty Room, of course, but that was way before. But it, I kind of see them in that same vein where it 
sounds like something you'd see in it here in a kind of like a cheesy movie, one that didn't have the budget for a prince to have <laughs> to write the soundtrack for. I, I, I know what you're saying because it, it sounds, it, you know, it sounds like um, I think what you're saying is it kind of because I, mean, I guess because of the lyrical content. It's almost sounds like a song in a musical that's trying to push the plot forward. You know, like the way it says, you know, Orion's... I mean, obviously, Sheena Easton and Prince are kind of like um, taking turns here, where, you know, Orion's arms are wide enough to hold us both together. It does feel like there's a character called Orion, and this is a song about that person, you know, and although we're worlds apart, uh, I'd cross the stars for you. You know, <laughs> and, um, you know, this kind of... In, in the heart of a sleepless moon. I don't even know what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is my destiny, you know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I can understand what you're saying. It, And the weirdest thing is, you know, the kind of the chorus, which is the arms of Orion, that's where I want to be. Since you've been gone, I've been searching for a lover in the Sea of Tranquility. Now, the Sea of Tranquility is on the moon. And, you know, Orion is a, you know, yeah, a kind of a constellation of stars. So that doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, <laughs> Come um... on, Sheena, do better with your lyrics. <laughs> Um, and it's funny because it says I'm drowning, I'm drowning without you here, uh, my dear Prince Sings. Um, of course, you can't drown in the Sea of Tranquility. It's just a gigantic crater. Yeah. So, <laughs> there's a whole lot of kind of weird mixed metaphors there. But uh, yeah, you know, and and to me, it, I think what you're saying, the reason it doesn't it kind of to me, it feels like it kind of doesn't go anywhere is because it has this kind of stop start where the chorus, the choruses and verses don't build towards anything. They kind of just keep going like the choruses all have the same kind of arrangement and the verses have the same arrangement and they just keep switching between the two. Whereas with, you know, the best Prince songs, he'll do a verse and a chorus. And then the next time you go to the verse, there'll be something new there. There'll be something and it'll feel like the song is going in a direction. And this song also, it is so slow. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) You know, and I don't think that helps it because it's it's so slow and it's got so many words, you know, Um, so many kind of verses um, you know, the kind of singing when I'm when I'm lost and feeling alone, I'll just look to heaven. I find my comfort there. God only knows where you are tonight. Now, this doesn't really feel like a conversation that Vicky Vale yeah. and Bruce Wayne would have in yeah. the film Batman. That's what kind of even makes it even weirder. You know, I don't know. I mean, how do you feel about the lyrics? It's just oh. kind of to me, it's just such an odd kind of subject. Yeah, and it does. It just doesn't fit. With, I mean, if they'd have said you know Batman at any point in this, I would have. I would have been like, okay, this makes sense. It's just kind of funny because every time I listen to this song, I'm Vicky waiting a couple things back. I always forget it's Batman and then Prince goes on. He's like, all is well in Gotham City. And I'm like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. It's a Batman song. <laughs> but um, the lyrics pertaining to this particular song, yeah, I could see, you know, there's obviously examples of trying to make some, um, some metaphors, trying to make, you know, trying to make it sound deep to some extent but i think it's probably just too blatantly simple to yeah. really like get at it like oh wow this is like deep poetry or anything even though like i i don't really mind all the, like the science stuff when you were talking about you know i think you were half kidding when you were like <laughs> you can't drown the sea of tranquility or whatever i never once thought of that i was like oh see i yeah, you can drown the sea <laughs> i mean the thing is there's like towards the end of the song there's, a, there's the chorus like you know three times through and it's a very long chorus and it's you know it just it feels like it it kind of takes forever to get through yes and then it's kind of the chorus again and then you go to the chorus one more time and it doesn't it doesn't feel like there's kind of anything you know new going on um you know and it's prince kind of putting down a, a very kind of pedestrian drum beat um and you know there's a use of the kind of the synths with the kind of string sounds 
Um, but I don't. It feels like it's lacking a band. Like if yes. Prince had done this with the Revolution, I feel like it would have been a bit quicker, and there would have been a bit more development in the song, and it would have it would have really kind of gone somewhere. But as it is, it just feels like it's it's kind of yeah, you know, just repeating itself and not really going anywhere. Uh, I'd say it's a mood killer in the album almost because um, <laughs> you get through the future, you get through Electric Chair, which um, those two songs alone make me um put the batman album on a higher pedestal than a lot of people because i think it's like you get three fourth songs that are pretty good to amazing and then a fourth of songs where you're just like eh, you didn't you didn't have to you didn't have to release this just because it wasn't at you know the standard that we were used to as being prince fans you know because we had the hugest standard possible with him um <laughs> but it's i um it'd be a disservice for me not to tell you my favorite part of this track which is I'll go for it. um the ending like no joke i love the end where he um you get the little like he kind of goes off on the keyboard yeah and that 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 deserves some some claps for me i really think that part's pretty cool if um if we could like this would be a good little you know it it's a good substitute for the fade out because sometimes you know they like do a fade out and and songs but i thought that was yeah. a little cool ending how they didn't fade it out you just like you know what i'll just end it with a little bit of a little bit of my keyboard just a flourish a little flourish and then my big chord yeah. at the end i mean i you know i don't think the production is terrible or anything i just don't think it's that exciting yes uh, and like you said you know you've come you've come from two two songs that are uh, you know, the future has a you know very specific sound. That kind of the, the kind of you know, and then you go into electric chair, which again, you know, like it, the kind of it feels like Prince is really kind of awake and into like the album, and he's not just doing it as a cash grab. And then you get to this track, and you're kind of like, did he fall asleep? Like, what's you know, like what's going on here? <laughs> you know, why is this? Why is this one of the songs that Prince felt was kind of out of the like? The, I mean, if you discount Bat Dance, because that's just you know a collage of samples yeah a last minute attempt at making another song for the album <laughs> also <laughs> yeah yeah and you, and you think to yourself this you know this was one of the eight songs that, you know it just to me it just it just doesn't really fit the album and it, and it doesn't really feel like prince you know had kind of you know he it felt to me like he could have done something else he could have kind of like there could have been another song that would have been better on the album and also he could have really you know this could have done with one more pass um, you know, with someone doing something, maybe you know, some Claire Fisher strings would have like kind of oh, yeah. perked it up a bit. Would give it a little um, bit more, you know, um, flourishing sound. Yeah, you know, just just something to kind of thicken it out and make it just kind of you know feel a bit more lively. Um, I feel like I'm tipping my hand too much, but for me, I would have to say this is um, this is going to be rare. But this is a two out of five. Uh, it's rare I go that low, but I, to me, it's just the it's kind of the least exciting song on the on the album, and it's one that. I'm going to be honest, about three minutes in, I'll generally skip. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'll go straight to Party Man. I was thinking the same exact score. I was I was hoping you were going to go first so I could, you know, <laughs> I wanted to know how mean we were going because this is, I think, out of all the singles Prince released from Soft and Wet up until the, the latest single, this is probably the, my least favorite. And it would be a two out of five for me also yeah maybe 2.5 I mean, just because i love the little <laughs> like <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i i rarely get to that part because i've usually just skipped ahead for party man yeah you know so but yeah i mean it, like i mean i should go without saying i didn't find anyone who'd actually covered it though there is a group who call themselves arms of orion oh um, and on youtube there is a thing where someone has taken a kate bush 
video, I think it is, and they've put arms of Ryan over the top of it, <laughs> and it's kind of like a video that's like mostly consists of a ballet. And I'd have to say, you know, arranged in like a ballet suite, I think Arms of Ryan would be a good song, you know, to to have a ballet to because it's at just the right pace, yeah. um, you know. But yeah. other as like a as a pop song on a kind of soundtrack album for a superhero film, yeah, it's like it. It just does not feel like it. like I can see Batman rocking out to the future or Electric Chair, or I can even yeah. see him getting sentimental towards Vicky's waiting, and then you can of course see the Joker going crazy to Party Man and well, and Trust and all that. But even if you look at it as a concept album, which uh, every once in a while I'm like, you know what? Let me listen to it and kind of try to think of how the characters would do it. Because, you know, Prince went into that effort of being like, all right, Batman singing the future or, or um, yeah. Joker singing Party Man or Mickey Vale singing this or whatever. Sometimes I'm like, all right, you know, what? maybe I'll go in the head because I'm a pretty big Batman fan, too. Just um, so I'm like, all right, I'll go ahead and try to think of it as a concept album. They're all Batman characters for real. This isn't Prince. In the arms of Orion, I'm just like, all right, I don't. I don't see how this is working. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I don't feel like there's much else that we can say because, you know, obviously, I don't think either of us have a high opinion of it. Now, I'm sure there are some people out there who, as with every Prince track, I'm sure there are people who love it. Um, and I don't begrudge them that. Just for me personally, it's just not a song that kind of excites me. And particularly when you've got an album that only has nine tracks, you have to really make each each track count you know this is not emancipation yeah uh, you know you don't have the time you don't have 36 tracks to kind of just throw one away on um you know you really have to be putting the effort in um you know and you have to kind of sell me on every track on an album this short and i just don't think the arms of ryan does that no, agreed though i will say this as well sheena easton's vocals on it um you know are great she has a, she has a wonderful voice uh, you know she was great on you got the look she's really good on this you know the songs that prince wrote for her those are all great songs. Yeah, you know. Sugar Walls. Yeah, she's she's you know she's got a good voice. I just feel like it's kind of wasted here on this this kind of slow bland ballad that doesn't really do anything and just kind of stands out yes. on the album as being you know just such a kind of weird last minute kind of thing where Prince is like yeah here's a ninth track for you. <laughs> yeah. So um, definitely agreed. Yeah. So let's go to let's go to plugs then. Uh, is there anything you have to plug? Um, Alec Rayner ninety eight is my Twitter account. Um. Talk to me about whatever. I love talking about Prince. I love talking about music. And I'm always interested in, you know, just sharing my opinions and um, having intelligent conversation with people. Or unintelligent. That's always fun to be asked. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you could write to us, not sure why you would, at PrinceTrackByTrack at gmail.com. Thanks once again for being my guest here, Alec. Oh, no problem. It's always a pleasure. And otherwise, goodbye. Goodbye. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody.